Greetings. Breaking news. This isn't an emergency episode of this episode. Rolling Stone has put out a new list and it must be discussed. Attention, all you metalheads. Everyone who likes to throw up the horns. Throw up. All you horny people out there. <laughs> All you throw up heads. Who out there is horny? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> um, this is the least prepared I've ever been you know for what? an episode. And I'm actually kind of stoked about it. You I'm ready to Same. just sit back and get cozy and make you do all the work. <laughs> we'll talk some metal. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> Rolling Stone realized. <clears throat> in their infinite wisdom that we were already short on material and talking <laughs> talking points. We So they blessed us with another list. We had a plan for another one that was going to require effort. Yeah. This just seemed easy. Which we'll still do. Yeah. Yeah, it just gives us it just gives us more time to to fully research that subject. Yeah, we are we we don't have any more episodes in the bucket. So, uh we really we gotta emptied the tank st- at five. <laughs> yeah, I stocked back up. <laughs> to be fair, I was I was ill for a bit, so yeah, couldn't have recorded if we wanted to. Sick. If we wanted to. Is that song on the list? <clears throat> is it? <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah, it is. Trap suey. It is on the list. It's pretty high. Well, well, well. Um, okay. I to think about what song. It's like you wanted to. What is that? <laughs> I was thinking, is that Rage Against the Machine? No, no. I would never, never. Um, so I know enough to know that Jesus Christ pose is on the list, correct? Yes. What number? This, this is. Did we say this is the metal <clears throat> 100 greatest metal songs? I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ pose. Uh, I, I I had no expectations for this list. I, I don't have much invested in it. Yeah. I, I kept reading it and it got funnier and funnier. So I figured we'd talk about it. Yeah. I guess our personal background <laughs> is I messaged you saying <laughs> Rolling Stone. Guess what? Rolling Stone put up a new list of the 100 greatest metal songs and Soundgarden made it. Yeah. And I said, guess what? The song is Jesus Christ pose at 77. And then it was, it was probably going to end there. Yeah. And then naturally it turned into, Hey, there's also this person on the list. Hey, where's this band? And then we fell down the same hole that, that led us to starting this whole. Yeah. This whole monstrosity. <clears throat> they in the know first how to place. rope you in. Um, I I am not a metal head. Uh, I like bands that I think are considered metal, but I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what metal is. Yeah, that was I guess what <clears throat> I wanted to talk about. What is it? Um, as mentioned, as previously mentioned, thirty seconds ago, this is the least prepared we came in, mm-hmm. and we figured we would just go off the <clears throat> cuff because I don't know. I feel like the the fandom of metal is really pretty pretty chill and not very <laughs> gatekeepery at all so i think they're cool with a couple numbskulls from from <clears throat> somewhere vaguely in the midwest just kind of yeah. like talking whatever and putting it out on the internet but really what is it so so my, i usually i'm like okay black sabbath that's metal i guess yeah correct i mean i would i would say black sabbath is definitely the inventors of metal mm. i mean Someone probably would have come up with it, regardless of if the Black Sabbath Black Sabbath riff mm. hadn't been invented. But yeah, I mean, I feel like they're the the <clears throat> genesis of it all. Genesis is metal. Genesis is very metal. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what? 
I don't know. There's it's, there's some on here where I'm like, okay, that sure that that checks out, I guess. And then yeah. there's like Danzig mother, yeah. and it's like, is that metal? Yeah, it's a tough thing because <clears throat> if you ask anyone, you'd probably get a different answer. Like you could you could have someone like hundred percent like convinced <clears throat> that Nirvana is a metal band, and then you could have another person who is for sure that Metallica was never a metal band. <laughs> you could have someone say that the Beatles Helter Skelter is absolutely a heavy metal song and so on. It's very confusing. You could have, you know, you have someone tell you that Jimi Hendrix was heavy metal. There's all the subgenres. There's, yeah. you know, the scary metal and then there's silly metal. <laughs> you know, like the, the two. Yeah, there's scary metal and silly metal. I don't like silly metal and I don't quite like the metal binary. I don't like the. I like somewhere in between, I guess. I don't like the really scary metal. Yeah. I like to... It's got to have a little bit of not a... Not to be a boomer, but like I like to be able to like uh, understand the lyrics. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you mentioned Black Sabbath. Yes. So I think part of the reason I really like Black Sabbath is I like bands in general that... I mean, I guess the 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 short and sweet version of it is a band that comes up with their own sound because mm-hmm. naturally they're going to do it better than anyone else. So Black Sabbath was just doing what came naturally to them. Black what Sab- year was their first album? 1970. Their first two albums were 1970. I need a, I need a timeline chart. Could you draw one on the wall real quick? Yeah. I mean, I could, I could probably go from memory because this is not something I had prepared, but I can, with memory and a little bit of Google, uh, okay. I can... Um, I don't remember what year you just told me. What when, when 19, was it? It was Friday, February the thirteenth, nineteen seventy. Oh. Was the first Black okay, Sabbath I thought you said nineteen sixty, and I was like, "That was early." <laughs> yeah, they were <laughs> little metal children. Um, okay, what else came out in nineteen sixty seventy? Well, <laughs> another band that people debate was maybe more proto metal would uh-huh. be Led Zeppelin. Okay, uh, obviously. So obviously like <clears throat> going to california is not anywhere near metal yeah but you could argue achilles last stand absolutely heavy metal is it's it? not it's not as heavy as like it's not comparable to huh. cannibal corpse but yeah i would say when did classic rock get invented so i think classic rock <laughs> this is something i have looked up in the past yeah it's not i mean it's been a couple years since i went down this this train of thought, but classic rock as a concept <laughs> seemed to have been invented sometime in the eighties, mid to late eighties. And they were just talking about like the sixties and seventies. Yeah. So it was, doesn't seem like long enough time. Yeah. I don't know if it was called classic rock, but it was after some period of years had passed when, when that glory days wave of mm. rock, like late sixties through seventies rock had passed. Yeah. So then what you had as rock and roll, by that point was Motley Crue mm. and Guns N' Roses and mm-hmm. Def Leppard. So I definitely remember, I remember as a kid, my parents listened to the classic rock stations, which at the time you kind of had two in town and there was one where classic rock was early Beatles through like, I don't know, Ario Speedwagon, like early 80s rock and roll. And then you had another one, US 97, which was maybe maybe more began with when the Beatles discovered LSD <laughs> and you had the Rolling Stones, that era of the 60s through Guns N' Roses hmm. was classic rock. 
and looking back, Guns N' Roses, like their biggest hits were probably just a couple years old. But the cutoff point I'm getting at was like, it seemed like when I was a kid in the early 90s, the cutoff point was a grunge. Mm-hmm. So like the Beatles all the way through arguably hair metal was classic rock. And now, of course, 30 years later, a lot of that 60s stuff is now oldies. So now classic rock is like over time, it's shifted to like mm-hmm. it begins maybe with the Rolling Stones and like Hendrix and the Doors and now goes at least through the 90s, through the grunge era, if not all the way to like three doors down is classic mm. rock now. So complicated. Yeah. Avril Lavigne's metal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think it was a... Uh, I guess to sum up, I think someone, some corporate entity in the 80s realized that there was a gap. Like people still really liked Zeppelin and Pink Floyd and The Doors, even though there wasn't, there wasn't really like a market niche to lump all those bands together. So someone realized like, hey, we could, we could play Leonard Skinner next to The Rolling Stones, next to Fleetwood Mac, and there's an audience out there for it. Hmm. I don't think I know what metal is. Yeah, so metal. It's a, is it like a you know it when you hear it? I just don't. I don't know. So my. I guess uh, maybe it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's yeah. It's I feel like it's hard to define. Someone out there has probably done a good job, but my personal thought of it was that metal originally. This isn't the case anymore, but metal originally was rock and roll with as little to no blues influence as possible Hmm. which even that is kind of iffy because black sabbath early on was really like blues influenced the first black sabbath album is very very bluesy Hmm. some of it's just straight blues rock so even that is a tough definition i feel like it's once you get into like judas priest and iron maiden towards the end of the 70s that have basically no real blues influence that that applies Mm -hmm. and that and then like once you get into like stoner rock or stoner metal doom metal i feel like there's a heavy blues influence there even if it's through the filter of black sabbath etc so it's yeah it's hard to define i guess it's loud guitars Hmm. bashing drums probably a loud wailing vocalist stuff Hmm. that hurts the ears yeah do you want me to read the top 10 yeah let's read the top 10 10 iron maiden run to the hills okay i know that song yes nine dio holy diver excellent eight Slayer, Raining Blood. <laughs> Seven, Black Sabbath, Iron Man. Six, Ozzy Osbourne, Crazy Train. Five, Black Sabbath, War Pigs. Four, Judas Priest, Breaking the Law. Three, Motorhead, Ace of Spades. Two, Metallica, must, m- Mustard of Puppets. <laughs> <laughs> One, Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath. So I started laughing when I reached the top 20 i think because it was i think it was megadeth peace cells which is just one of the worst songs i think that has ever it's still it's so bad right is that a good song i don't think it is i'm not (laughs) i'm not the one to make the decision probably but i I just think it's a bad song i'm not uh extremely schooled on megadeth Mm -hmm. um i'm not really so i mean i can't really say i've heard megadeth songs that i prefer over peace cells I've also heard Megadeth songs that I maybe like less than Peace Cells. I don't think it's possible to get worse. But yeah, once you get to, like something I did note was that the top, once you start with the top 40, but especially as it progresses towards the very top of the list, it becomes a lot of, uh, you start to see a lot of repeat artists, which is to be expected. You start seeing a lot of Metallica, a lot of Dio, a lot of yeah. Sabbath especially. 
Which Honestly, felt- it just felt this list whole list felt pretty lazy. I don't know. It just seemed like they weren't. They were just picking like here's the most popular songs by these bands that people yeah. say are metal bands. Yeah, that that kind of brings me to my first beef, mm. which is the oh, let's okay. 40, Here we go. Forty through one hundred. There were some choices that that I thought were pretty cool. Um, the first, you know, the very first thing we mentioned was Soundgarden, Jesus Christ pose, mm-hmm. which excellent. I was that was a pleasant surprise because I mean it's great to see Soundgarden at all on any list that is supposed to be good. <laughs> <laughs> But especially it being Jesus Christ pose, which is maybe not the obvious choice. Like, like I would what, what what do you think is Soundgarden's most metal song? <laughs> I uh, would probably pick Beyond the Wheel. I would say Beyond the Wheel or Birth Ritual. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we play a little bit of one? Oh, I mean, I'm never gonna say no. A little bit of both. Yeah, at the same time. Yeah, it's called a mashup. Nineteen eighty-eight is when that song was God, released. God, I love it so much. See, I'm a metalhead. And then uh, the other song we mentioned is "Birth Ritual." Mm, yeah. So good. Yeah. So I would argue that that is. Put, put them on the list. <laughs> yeah. I would argue that those are metal. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have, as I mentioned earlier, you would have someone who would hear those songs and think, oh, that's not heavy enough. Or, yeah. They're, they're playing it so slow. <laughs> but then you would probably have someone else who would take metal as being a pejorative. Yeah. And think, oh, this is beyond metal. This is <laughs> this is art rock. You know? Like it can be it can be arty and creative and also be metal. I mean, yeah, I feel like that's pretty heavy. Yeah. If they put that out 20 years earlier, that would have been the heaviest thing on earth. Yeah. Um, can I give you my thoughts on some of the top 40 of yes. this list? Yeah. Um, so For Whom the Bell Tolls is 39, Metallica. Yeah. Yeah. I like that song. I wish the yeah. I wish most of it w- was cut out because it's just too much. Yeah. That- Metallica has a habit of just playing t- the same thing for a little too long for me. But Yeah, I think that spreads across every Metallica song <laughs> yeah, for me is bad, but uh, I like for whom the bell tolls. Yeah. Um, sure. We'll take it. Killing yeah, in the sure. name is 38, whatever. 
Yeah. I've, Chop Suey is 37. Seems high. Yeah, I was pretty surprised <laughs> by that being so high. So here's an example of where I get confused. Rock You Like a Hurricane by the Scorpions is yes. 36. So, yeah, I I like some Scorpions. Like the Scorpions are one of those bands that are kind of lumped in with hair metal. Yeah. But they were going in the early 70s. I think, I mean, I think they started as a band in the 60s when they were kids, but their first album was early to mid 70s. Like they were contemporaries of maybe not Black Sabbath, but they were contemporaries of Judas Priest. Yeah. Even if they they hit their success in the early 80s. This might just be because of the context that I have heard these songs all my life. But Mm -hmm. to me, the Scorpions is the same as like Rat. Yeah. Or... uh, I don't know what who who does cherry pie. A warrant. Yeah, it's yeah. just like yeah, it's it's nothing <laughs> to me. Yeah, the the space they <laughs> occupy on the radio is right along the same lines as those bands, like a Motley yeah. Crue, yeah, or something. Um, Rock you like a hurricane. No one like you. Like those are fine songs, but it's this. Yeah, it's no different than Rat for me. Yeah, I didn't come with a good example for the, the Scorpions. I don't need I'll, it. <laughs> you don't need it. Okay. I got my thoughts on them. Okay. That's, okay. Not looking to change my mind. Okay. 35 is Fade to Black by Metallica. Yeah. There's just so much Metallica. 34 Metallica. is Smoke on the Water by Deep Purple. Again, this is confusing to me because it's like, is this not just, I would never have said this is a blues or this is a metal song. It's like, it's like a, a blues, blues rock. rock song. Yeah. It's like, put the Almond Brothers on there. Put CCR on there. Put yeah. fucking Leonard Skinner on there. I don't care. Yeah. Like, they're all, they seem yeah. the same. I, I think that's solely based on the riff and nothing else. Because the rest of the song is like hard 70s rock. Yeah. And I know that Deep Purple goes more metal. Yes. Not by choice do I know that. But I have heard other songs. <laughs> yeah. Burn so, is closer yeah. to metal. Than, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. 34. Hi. 33, Kiss Me Deadly, Lita Ford, whatever. Um, 32 is Mother by Danzig. Yeah. Seems way too high. Which, yeah, that that circles back to my, I don't know if I got around to making this, this gripe, but uh, this is especially applies to the 40 through 100, but there are a lot of artists that it seemed like they needed to include, so yeah. they just went with the biggest song. Like, Mother is a good song, but... I don't know if I would consider any Danzig metal yeah. rather than just like sort of gothy hard rock. Yeah. And maybe there's something I'm missing like in his catalog, but, and there are a lot of other artists I could point to, but yeah, Danzig is one of the better examples of that. Like, am I happy to see him on the list? Like, sure. It's kind of the same as seeing him on the 200 best yeah. singers. Like, it, Did the Misfits make it? I would assume no. no. See, no. that's strange to me. I would, yeah, I would feel like Misfits... Obviously, like they're you know considered punk horror punk, yeah. but I feel like they're not that, not that different from the song Mother. Yeah, like what you would what ended up being called like crossover. Yeah, like the thrash slash hardcore punk. Like I feel like they were a huge precursor to that. This the number thirty one. Okay, so Crazy Train was like number six or something. Yeah, I, I can't. I, Solo Ozzy Osbourne is not for me. I think it maybe is more the production than the actual the, yeah. merits of the song. The 80s. Yes. yes. Yeah. It doesn't work for me. Um, I think they should have put this Heaven and Hell by Black Sabbath way higher. Yes. I mean, 31 is good, but they yes. put so many Black Sabbath songs and then Solo Ozzy. Heaven and Hell's way better. 
Can I counter it. with a better Solowazi song? It's still from the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> but that's another example. Like Crazy Train, I get it. The riff is, you know, it's kind of one of those, mo- it's one of the most known riffs ever. Yeah. And like the solo, they're still like little kids trying to learn that <laughs> guitar solo. So yeah. I get it. But there's kind of a meme that's been going around that like the beginning of Crazy Train, it's got like a picture of a guy looking mm-hmm. angry. And then mm-hmm. the rest of this Crazy Train is like jumping around in a meadow because it sounds so happy. Yeah. But I would like to counter with a solo Aussie song. Is it one I know? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Uh, Diary of a Madman. I agree about the production. I do like that song a lot. Yeah. Another thing about Ozzy is I have a couple singers who I would put on my personal favorite singers list, like not not the objective best singers ever. Yeah, just your. As, yeah, as far as singers who have brought me the most happiness mm-hmm. and enjoyment, Ozzy would be on that list, but also he would be one of the audit, like singers I would critique the most. Yeah. And I think part of my personal enjoyment of Ozzy, besides the 80s production early on, is that the best of his his vocal ability was spent in Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. So if you listen to like Sabotage, I would call that some of the best rock and roll singing ever mm-hmm. from anyone. Mm-hmm. Like Symptom of the Universe, like The Rit, that's yeah. peak. And yeah. then you can hear when you get into like technical ecstasy and like never say die, like like his voice, like he's partying too much or he's screamed too much and it's like he's peaked mm-hmm. as an actual singer. And then I think... I, mean, I hate to say it because I love Ozzy, but once you get into a solo career, I think the it's riding on a lot of, A, having a great band, like having Randy Rhodes as like a guitar player who's excellent or like, you know, Zach Wilde, like these like big name guitar players having good songs, like, and also like the the image of Ozzy Osbourne, you know, the the crazy rock and roll madman singer guy. Yeah. Compared to Black Sabbath where really like the the true appeal of it is how great the music is yeah but yeah any <laughs> anyway all that to say like i would put like i would put mr crowley above crazy train i'd put diary of a madman i'd put no more tears maybe i'll trust your opinion on it okay I, i'm sure it's more in line with with the true metal heads yeah it's just it I don't know what it is. I just can't. I love Black Sabbath. Yeah. Um, I looked down at my shirt because I thought I was still wearing it, but I'm not. Um, yeah. I'm wearing a shirt. Calm down. Um, will you play some Heaven and Hell? Maybe some of the 
Black Sabbath versus solo Ozzy that also doesn't work for me is I think maybe I just like Tommy Tommy Lamy Tommy Lamy I like Tommy Lamy way better than the the eighties. Sorry, 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 Dio. Forgive me. Do me wrong. You're a bringer of evil. The devil is never the <laughs> It's like borderline. Let's just say it. The bass and the drums are borderline disco. Oh yeah. I don't think I like the the, the solo guitar guitar Aussie stuff either. I, it's it's a little too it's still too whaley. It's more Van Just, Halen influenced. Yes. Whereas Tony Iommi was already doing his thing. Oh yeah, with his wooden finger or whatever. Yeah. Hell yeah. So when when they're doing Heaven and Hell, yeah. by that point, Van Halen was already huge. Which that's something else I guess we could talk about at some point. I like don't. what <laughs> but <laughs> So you had like the Randy Rhodeses and later on the Zach Wilds, who that was what they were influenced by versus someone like Tony Iommi, who was already established doing his yeah his thing and didn't feel the need to, oh no, I got to step it up mm-hmm. and sound like Van Halen. Mm-hmm. And I guess for, for reference, Heaven and Hell came out in 1980, so a year before Crazy Train. Yeah. And I'm not prone to like 80s songs, yeah. but here we are. Yeah, that's probably part of it. Yeah. Uh, ju- just to say, my my preference is not hair metal. Is Van Halen hair metal? I think they invented hair metal. Okay, like they're the the peepaws of hair metal, and then they yes. like they took poison to and Bon Jovi to their soccer games. Bob Jovi, yeah. <laughs> Bob Jovi and Tommy Lamy. <laughs> I think if you, I don't, I don't have any like proof or like personal anecdotes to back this up but i would imagine if you went to like a hardcore van halen fan Hmm. and asked is van halen hair metal they would get mad at you Mm. but on the surface i mean look at it you've got like the front man who's like sporting the bulge Mm -hmm. like shirtless got the poofy hair jumping around you got the the guitar wizard you got the flashy videos you got the sex songs (laughs) Yeah, and like the the goofy like, I don't know, the goofy David, image like no, the uh, like uh, I don't know. David Lee Roth would just like say say dumb shit, and his tongue's yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> dumb. I just anyway, down between I, my legs. <laughs> I would have put I would have put Heaven and Hell higher in place of some of the the higher listed Black Sabbath or solo Aussie songs. Yes. Uh, while we're on the subject of Black Sabbath, um, I do want to make my next gripe, but oh my I God. need to feed the animals. Yeah, we'll take a break. We'll ramp up. I'll yeah. get my popcorn. What <laughs> 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 is that song on the list? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Hello, I'm back. So the uh, let's hear your hot take. <laughs> yeah, we were talking Black Sabbath, and naturally there are a lot of Black Sabbath songs towards the top of the list. Yeah, no beef there. No. Uh, very happy to see Heaven and Hell on there because yeah. sometimes the Dio era can get shafted. Mm-hmm. Happy to see Dio in general. You have Holy Diver. You mm-hmm. have some Rainbow. 
the beef I'm getting at is the Black Sabbath songs that were picked. It's yeah. it's all the obvious ones. Okay. So you have Heaven and Hell, yeah. which that's the one, the outlier. Yeah. But it's Black Sabbath, the song, which absolutely, like number one, that's great because mm-hmm. I feel like that's the beginning of the whole thing. Paranoid, I get it. I'm not going to... I'm not going to diss the song because it's a fine song, mm-hmm. but it's paranoid. Come on. Mm-hmm. Same with Iron Man. Do I get it. my hot take? Yeah. I don't like the song Iron Man. Really? Yeah, I don't need it. Okay. <laughs> uh, War Pigs, excellent. You should have War Pigs. The point I'm getting at is Black Sabbath, I feel like, is revered for two two main things. Mm-hmm. One is bringing, bringing the tritone into prominence. What is a tritone? You can't just drop terms like that. I'm not educated. The tritone is a flatted fifth. <laughs> <laughs> what or, are you doing? <laughs> or a uh, a sharp fourth. <laughs> it's it's considered to be. It, it's like the defining point of a diminished chord, <laughs> and it's considered to be the most uh, the darkest sounding, the most evil sounding interval in all of music. Prove it. All of Western music. Give I guess me a tritone. Say. Is there a duo tone? Is there a quadrone tone? <laughs> I will give you a tritone. Do you want the tritone of all time? Yeah. That's a tritone. What? Oh. So it's like NBC. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it's like a uh, evil version of NBC, I guess. <laughs> NBC, I think, is a sixth. I learned that. Well, I could be wrong, but I remember I was taught that in sights hanging in college. <laughs> yeah, I went to college. <laughs> oh, my God. What a nerd. I graduated summa cum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um. But yeah, anyway, so the... Uh, yeah, Black Sabbath mm. is, I oh, think they're oh. cutting Cut. out. Yeah, oh, I think I'm back. Well, okay. mm. is it me? Yeah, I'm not cutting out. It's me? Hello? Check. Oh, God, it's always something. I'm always messing it up. Hey, you look handsome. Let me know if you're still cutting out. You look handsome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, okay, I think I'm okay. Okay. Oh, mm, it beeped. It beeped. Um, it's probably not the right word for it. I'm okay. We're going to call it good. Okay, the cord is like right on your <clears throat> shoe, so that might be it. Underneath my shoe. <laughs> no? What's nothing? That? Nothing? It's good. Okay. Yeah, it was right on your foot, so I might have well, jostled. Well, the good news is you get to put in a... Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, <clears throat> the they're... What... <laughs> Hold on, I still I haven't even oh. made my point well, yet. Well, I was going to ask you a question. Oh, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. No, go no. ahead. Um, so yeah, the <laughs> Sorry. The first thing that Black Sabbath, I think their big contribution <laughs> to music was the tritone. Yeah. The second one is that I can't believe you scolded me. <laughs> I was <laughs> trying to pick the point. I deserved so. it. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> their second big contribution is the there's the infamous story that Tony Iommi was working at a sheet metal factory. And then there was an accident and he cut yeah. off the tips of his fingers. Yeah. So infamously, he, he was having physical trouble with the tension of the strings causing him pain. Mm-hmm. So at a certain point, he realized he could tune down the strings, lessen the slack, and 
allow him to play guitar without so much physical pain. And Rolling Stone did not acknowledge this in their list. It's weird. That's like the the songs they picked were like the biggest Black Sabbath songs, which were prior to this discovery. So Mm -hmm. they really missed an opportunity in utilizing this because I feel like Black Sabbath inadvertently invented down tuning. Yeah. So this song was from 1971, which is unbelievable. need to play the riff that's so yeah it's one of my favorites how is that not heavy metal i think it is yeah i don't know shit. but anyway i i was pretty i was pretty surprised like i don't want to make this episode too much like why wasn't this on the list <laughs> but i mean that's that's like a one of the biggest moments in the development of metal is tony iomi discovering that that he could down tune his guitar yeah. and then realizing there's a whole other wave of creativity that can come from that yeah. Thus coming up with something like Children of the Grave. That's probably why I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so if, yes. if Rolling Sorry. Stone <laughs> called, because they have our number, <laughs> and they said, hey, man, the number one song for this list, or number, it's going to be a Black Sabbath song, yeah. but you get to pick which one. Yeah. Which one would you pick? I think they made the right choice in the song Black Sabbath. Huh. I, I mean, there's, there's Black Sabbath songs that I prefer over yeah. that one, but for... For it being the first song on their first album mm-hmm. that far back. Yeah. And for being like such a distillation of what metal became. Yeah. Like it's it's not like, oh yeah, this kind of sounds like what metal became, but they really did it better here. It's mm-hmm. like if they had stopped at that first album, it's still I think it still would have led you know, paved the way for what metal became. So I, I'm good with okay. Black Sabbath, the song. For a second Black Sabbath, like in, instead of Iron Man or whatever mm-hmm. the second one was, mm-hmm. I would have gone Children of the Grave. What's the song? <laughs> it just starts and it sounds like they're halfway in a song, but it just starts like, like that. What's that one? <laughs> Is it The Writ? Maybe. That's what was floating in my head. <laughs> Oh yeah. Like that has no right. Slapping that hard. To be so sick. <laughs> That's the peak of Ozzy Osbourne's voice, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. It was this one. Like, he just put his whole ass into it. This is turning into the Black Sabbath episode, but <laughs> uh, kind of a fun byproduct of Tony Iommi tuning down. I think it's Geezer Butler who kind of joked about this. I love Geezer. But they, they were th- assuming that tuning down the the guitars for the songs meant that that would also be less strain on Ozzy's voice because he could sing lower. <laughs> and instead he just started singing higher. <laughs> He's like, oh, I kind of have this higher range that I can tap into. God bless him. And then 
when they went to technical ecstasy and like mm. towards the end of Ozzy's reign, they tuned back up to standard. So then they're doing Children of the Grave and like Sabbath Bloody Sabbath in standard tuning, three half steps up. So Ozzy is then having to sing <laughs> that much higher. And I'm I'm convinced that plus like excessive cocaine use probably did his voice damage. Then. When we saw them live, he sounded fine. He does sound really? good, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Pretty weird. Um, okay. Let's 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 keep going. Yeah. Um number thirty is Inner Sandman by Metallica, sure. Kind of why, surprised that wasn't not? higher. Yeah. Like I, I could give her take do Inner the, Sandman. They do the real metal Metallica. That's fake metal. That's poser metal. Shave your press, little one. <laughs> bit my tongue. Um, <laughs> that rhymes. <laughs> Say your prayers, little one. Oh, I bit my tongue. <laughs> I did. Twenty nine walk by Pantera. I don't think that's right. I gotta be honest with you. I was surprised that that was the only Pantera song. Yeah. Which, and again, that's like... What other song? Like, would I uh-huh. pick? Um, as far as like, even just like a well-known Pantera song, yeah. I would do uh, I'm Broken. I'm broken. Infinitely better riff. I'm open, and I don't feel like... I feel like I'm gonna like this until he comes and starts singing. <laughs> the riff is so good. How good is that riff? Yeah, I like this. Yeah. I know it's good. I know it's coming. This just sounds like Godsmack. <laughs> you know? Sorry, this is a real pivot. Oh boy, you gonna play Godsmack? No, Pantera. Oh, that's coming. Do you want to hear like one of the gnarliest bass tones ever? <laughs> yeah. This is the bass track for that Pantera oh, song. Okay, great. Oh boy. That's that, that's nasty. That is nasty bass. Yeah, I would put. I'm broken. Uh, like walk is just come on, boring. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was surprised like that that was the only Pantera song. Mm. I don't know if it's because of the the discourse because mm. Phil Anselmo is a racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, yeah. if so, that's fair. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, that was a shocker. Um, twenty eight is something by Megadeth. I don't care. <laughs> I don't like Megadeth. It's, is it? It's not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 27 is Living After Midnight by Judas Priest. Yeah. Um, Judas Priest. So some of this is tricky for me mm. to talk about because I don't... Uh, Judas Priest isn't for me, mm-hmm. but I respect them. Like, yeah. I don't have a problem with them existing like I do Megadeth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not It's not like the same. Uh, I just can recognize like, oh, that's fine. It's just not for me. It just doesn't... It's not so much that I don't like it it doesn't do anything for me really that's the same with me so i've never you know gone deep on judas priest but i yeah i respect them that's the same with me i i like them like to the point where every once in a while i'll put on an album Mm -hmm. and listen to it Mm -hmm. but i usually go away thinking yeah that's that for me it's not like oh i gotta go the next album Mm -hmm. now yeah i think rob halford seems super cool yeah he's obviously a great singer (laughs) yeah i don't uh I don't have an unpleasant feeling when I listen to them. It's just I never f- just yeah. feel like I need to. Yeah. 
I feel like they're kind of a bridge in that they came after Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were contemporaries for a while, but they picked up the torch, I guess you would say, from Black Sabbath. But they were pro, like <clears throat> pre-metal becoming like you know thrash, like mm-hmm. so they're pre-Metallica, pre-Slayer. So if you compare it to that, Judas Priest isn't like that heavy. But as far as like seventies rock overall goes, they're pretty heavy. Yeah. So it's another thing where like when I was a kid and I would hear Living After Midnight on the or you got another thing coming, like on mm-hmm. the radio, I think this isn't too far off from You got another thing Rat. coming sounds like Pat Benatar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that could be a Pat Benatar song. And again, that's like, you know, that's that's their more mainstream yeah. material. But still, yeah, I mean that's pretty indicative of the yeah. majority of what Judas Priest. Did. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Pat Benatar could have been on this list. Yeah. Um, Palace for Children. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. That's pretty pretty metal. Oh, my God. Will you play part of it? Yeah. This is the take I didn't know I was going to be making, but I stand by it. Pat Benatar can be metal. That's, that, that's yeah, a, that's really that's heavy. That's a metal song. For that was 1980. That's heavy for 1980. Yeah, for a lady. <laughs> so I guess for comparison, uh-huh. this is also 1980. What is it? Living after midnight. Oh yeah. Which I'm not, again, I'm not knocking, like, I, I think that I love that song. That's mm. a fun song. Yeah. And obviously Judas Priest has harder songs mm-hmm. than that, whereas that Pat Benatar's song <clears throat> is probably her heaviest song oh, ever. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's not exactly a fair comparison, but yeah. yeah. Still, I mean, yeah. I would say Hell is for Children is absolutely. Hell yeah. Yeah. I would call that heavy metal. Hell yeah. Like by 1980 standards, I would say that's one of the heavier that's songs heavy of song. that time. Yeah. Um, 26, Diamond Head, who dat? Diamond Head was like new wave of British heavy metal, which is like kind of bridged the gap from like, yeah, Judas Priest towards Metallica. Mm. Um, 25 is Rainbow in the Dark. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, 24, South of Heaven by Slayer. I don't know if I've heard Slayer. I I assume I've heard Slayer, but I wouldn't know. Do you want me to play part of that song? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Slayer's another one where it's like I, I know they're not for me uh, I, I like <laughs> someone's gonna roll their eyes I'm sure but I, I tend to like the slower Slayer mm-hmm. songs
let's get to the meat of this thing. <laughs> Going the distance. He's going for speed. That's funny. Not for me. No, I'm. I uh, yeah. Slayer absolutely should be on the list yeah, just because that's fair. They were when they came out. They were like the yeah, heaviest I'm thing like, in the I'm world. I'm not educated, but I yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not stupid. This next one, though. So Motley Crue. I don't like Motley Crue. No, I get thought- Motley Crue off the list. <laughs> boo, boo. Like, do you want to call them metal? That's great, but they're not good enough to warrant being on the they're list. They're so bad. Warrant. I would put Warrant on the list before Who's Motley warrant? Crue. Warrant. Cherry pie. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But no, get Motley Crue off there. Yeah, Who no, cares? thank you. I'm not uh, even like, I'm not trying to be a snob about hair metal. There's better hair metal than yeah, Motley Crue. They're not good. Not good. Uh, anthrax, went, sure, that's fine. That's Again, some of these, it's like, sh- was it, was sure. I don't bring listen. the noise. It was caught in a mosh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't listen to anthrax. Again, not for me, but I'm, I'm not such a dunce that i'm like but what uh the trooper iron maiden Mm -hmm. iron maiden similar to judas priest for me they're not really for me yeah i would say i per capita i i'm (laughs) i'm i I like more iron maiden songs like really like more iron maiden songs than judas priest songs Uh but yeah it's the same with me where i can put on and enjoy an album but it's yeah it's like okay Mm -hmm. yeah um, this was this was where I was like, oh, we have to record an episode about this. <laughs> yeah. So number twenty is Round and Round by Rat. Yeah. That's so confusing to me. Yeah. I thought Rat was like one of the the hair metal bands that people scoffed at. They are. Okay. I don't understand. <laughs> I'm not like. <laughs> I'm not super schooled on Rat. I know they're like two or three biggest hits. And again, there's there's hair metal bands that I like less, like Motley Crue. Yeah. But there's glam metal that I like more. Rat is just kind of somewhere in the middle. Like round and round is catchy. Like there's catchy guitar. But yeah, like I don't know what the what what warranted <laughs> it being put so high up. I have a question. Is yeah. Skid Row on this list? Yes. Okay. Seventy five Youth Gone Wild. Oh, okay. So not even like the one. 18 to oh 18 in life i yeah. think i think that's the only song i'm i recognize by them but yeah they um have, okay yeah that's the only skid row song which again goes back to the the thing we were saying that there are a lot of bands where they just kind of pick yeah one song if not their biggest song then probably their second biggest song and it's like you know maybe skid row should be on there whatever mm-hmm. you've gone wild yeah um yeah skid row is another uh, it's not for me, I, th- I think yeah. Sebastian Bach is a delight, though. Yeah. Um, 19 is Peace Sells by Megadeth. Again, this is where I was like, this is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, 18 is Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin. Yeah, which I I was happy to see. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm one of those people I was just talking about where <laughs> if someone called Led Zeppelin metal, I would be like, no, they're, you know, yeah. whatever. But I, I think absolutely a lot of metal took cues from Led Zeppelin. 
Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think. Like Immigrant Song, mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it a metal song, but as far as like the heaviness of the riff, like the groove of it and like the high abrasive like vocal delivery, mm-hmm. I think that like, you know, you could draw a parallel to like King Diamond getting some cues from the Immigrant Song. Oh, yeah. Or Iron Maiden or whoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it ever crossed my mind that Led Zeppelin was metal. I think mm-hmm. I just always think of them as just like rock and roll. Yeah, like when when people call Black Sabbath metal, I don't question it. Yeah. Because like musically, they're closer to what metal became. Mm-hmm. Even visually, like Tony Iommi, like with his mustache and the leather and the yeah. pyro and everything yeah. and the satanic imagery. Like, yeah, that's yeah. pretty close. Like even like Deep Purple, I would understand a little closer to mm-hmm. being metal than Zeppelin because Deep Purple did some like fast Mm-hmm. songs that mm-hmm. were kind of close to what like motorhead did later on but zeppelin when i think of zeppelin i think of like you know stairway to heaven and like yeah. cashmere and again there is like achilles last stand which i would call yeah they've got metal i think they they lean just a just a hair to the blues side to be full yeah. metal for yeah, me. yeah like blues rock question is yes. the cult on here is the cult uh-huh they're metal right that sound you hear is the sound of no results. That's crazy. I what's that cult song? Uh, she sells sanctuary. Or I have no idea. What's her big song? <laughs> what is she doing? The cat. <laughs> She's playing with the chair. Oh, Firewoman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I listened to a cult album. That's that's as metal as Motley metal. Crue is. Yeah. Uh, I always considered the cult is like they bridged some sort of weird gap where they. They started off as like a little new wavy yeah. or a little gothy, uh-huh. but they were also a little too like, they were a little too like into getting chicks, you know, <laughs> for that. But then also like, then they they got away from the gothy thing and went a little more just like straight hard rock. Yeah. But they, even then they like, they were never hair metal. Like they could maybe fit in with that crowd, but like the you like watch the videos and you listen to the songs and it's like, this isn't really hair metal either. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I could I could see, like, if someone called them metal, I wouldn't yeah, disagree with it. It's just like, you put smoke on the water on here. But not Firewoman. Yeah. yeah I, get, I get what you're saying. Anyway. I do have an example as far as, like, that sort of, like, a early, maybe an early influence band that uh-huh. I was pretty shocked was left Who off. Who is it? Uh, Thin Lizzy. Oh, yeah. Give Mazzy a microphone. Mic her up. Oh, God. <laughs> she about went ass over tail. That's not right. I think other than Black Sabbath, I think of out, out of all those like earlier 70s bands that you could call metal, I think Thin Lizzy kind of, I think they made a transition, like obviously before they ended and Phil Lynott passed away. Mm-hmm. I think they made like a pretty convincing transition into what metal is becoming mm-hmm. uh i had an example prepared for this so this okay, is great this is their last album this is the song thunder and lightning from 1983 oh i think i know this song Yeah, this sounds like Motorhead or something. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's no less aggressive than Ace of Spades. No, yeah. If anything, I'd say that's heavier than Ace of Spades. Yeah. Excellent. And yeah, that's, I mean, that's it's then Lizzie. That's the boys are back in town and all that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's one of those bands where like you have Metallica and all these people like who really like shout out then Lizzie all the time. Mm-hmm. So pretty surprised that you get yeah smoke on the water yeah. and immigrant song and not thunder and lightning. Like that's, what is that? If not heavy metal, it's not blues rock. Yeah. I think it's metal. I had to turn off uh, discord notifications. <laughs> it's nothing bad. It's the just Discord's like, blowing up. Baby. Yeah, I kept getting things where <laughs> funny. one friend was saying to someone else, you still on schlong face. So I had to turn that off. <laughs> Um, 17 is black, back in black by ACDC. Get it off there. Come on. I don't like ACDC. I've kind of given up the fight though. It It's like it, you can't, you can't, we're not going to win. I understand like. I don't hate them as much as I hate Motley Crue, but yeah. I don't like them. I understand like back in black, the album being pivotal as far as like kind of ushering in 80s rock. Mm-hmm. Like I think ACDC is not hair metal, but. Mm-hmm. I think the back and black. I think we can blame black them. and black. I think the back and black songs. If Def Leppard had done them, and maybe it's the Muttling connection, mm-hmm. but if Def Leppard had done them, yeah, they <clears throat> they would have been eighties bangers. Yeah. So I get it, but like heavy metal, nah, come on, pass. Um, get sixteen, hallowed be thy name, Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Angel of Death, Slayer. Yeah. Stargazer, Rainbow. Yes. Excellent. Paranoid Black Black Sabbath is thirteen. Yeah. Um, Twelve is Cult of Personality by Living Color. That was, which is very interesting. That was maybe the my favorite surprise out of yeah. the whole list. I don't know that I would have ever thought of that song as like a metal song, but yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, Faith No More was also on the list. Oh. Which is kind of the same thing. Where like in the case of Faith No More. Same thing with like a Thin Lizzy or a Black Sabbath where a lot of later metal bands point to them as influences. Faith No More is considered an influence on a lot of the new metal bands, (laughs) even though Faith No More were not new metal. Yeah. It was just like a lot of the, a lot of the weird sounds they went for and the Mike Patton vocal mannerisms. Mm -hmm. Somehow like a lot of the Jonathan Davises and all those people (laughs) heard that. And anyway, I think of like Faith No More and like Living Color I kind of combine all those with like that late 80s mm. funk rock, mm-hmm. heavy funk rock. Yeah. The Chili Peppers, like Mother's Milk era, maybe Jane's Addiction, mm. extreme, like that kind of thing. So yeah, I'm with you. I wouldn't have considered cult of personality. I'm not going to be mad metal. about it. But, but yeah, super happy that yeah. it was that high. How, how fun. Um, 11 is one by Metallica. Yeah, I get it. funny. Darkness. We're not Metallica fans, but also like I understand. Yeah. I mean, I, again, my, my issue with Metallica is like, I'll listen to it and I'll enjoy it. And then I just get tired of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's the same with me as it was what the way that you were saying earlier, where every Metallica song I feel like would have been better if, in my opinion, if it had been cut down. Yeah. So like one. (laughs) Do the riff five times less. Yeah. Like all the riffs are good. I like the melody. (laughs) I like the way it builds up. I like the lyrics. I like what they're writing about, mm-hmm. but also like you could have cut some of it down. Yeah. For whom the bell tolls, all the same thing. Mm-hmm. I like every element of it, but it goes on too long. Yeah. Like I would, like I legitimately like for whom the bell tolls. Yeah. I would put it on on purpose, I think. Yeah. I would just wish for like a radio edit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. 
and then yeah, no, ten you know run to the yes. hills of Iron Maiden. So yeah, um, that's the top. The, yeah, the top twenty is where I was just like, this is nuts. And then I kept scrolling, and I was like, oh, they're just filling the top ten with Black Sabbath. That's yeah, which funny, is great, respectable. Yeah. yeah, um, no beef there. No, uh, can we take a break? Yeah. Hello. Um, I have a question. Yeah. What's up? So I was trying to think of like. What are songs I know that I think are metal? <laughs> Not necessarily that I like, but, uh, well, I don't know. Is uh, Coheed and Cambria on here? No. Are they metal? I only know one Coheed and Cambria song. It's uh, Welcome Home, I think. Yeah. Will you play some? Yeah. I mean, the, I love the opening riff to that song. I'm sorry. When when, we, when I was playing Thin Lizzy earlier, I was searching for stuff, and then the sound was coming through, and I can't separate the two. So someone yeah, that's okay. The one person who listens to this is going to hear balloon, balloon. That's not part of Thin Lizzy. vocals kind of throw me off a bit, but <laughs> I have no idea when they come in. It's a six minute song, <laughs> six plus minutes. That's a that's that's a voice that that has never stopped being very strange to me. Yeah, same. I would. That's absolutely metal. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, you can call King Diamond's voice metal. Then yeah. there's no reason to call. Oh, what's, yeah. what's the singer's name? I'm so sorry. Claudio. 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 Yeah. There's no reason not to call his voice metal. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought maybe that was like a modern metal band, but I, I have no idea. That's a band I never dove into, but. There's a lot of people our age who like worship. Oh yeah, Coheed and Cambria. Like they're they're huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's surprising because I feel like they're kind of in that category of like modern, like prog metal. Yeah. Like, sort it, of. I feel like they occupy kind of a similar space as the Mars Volta, but oh yeah, the Mars Volta are less metal and yeah. more like psychedelic mm-hmm. prog rock. It's and a lot of these other similar goofy high voice <laughs> Rolling Stone lists they. In the recent ones, they've they've seemed to make an attempt to age it down. You know, I think they've they've uh, expanded on who who their voting pool is. Yeah, age it down and make it less white. Uh, I don't yeah. think they they quite bothered to do any of that for this this one. But yeah, um, which I'm not surprised. Yeah, I mean, for metal, like, I mean, of course, there are a lot, of, yeah. like a ton of examples that are non white male, but also like I feel like metal is a tougher genre oh, to can I, uh, break past that surface. Can I have you play a song? Yes. I discovered it recently. Um, it's called, it's by, oh gosh, Skunk Ananise. <laughs> 
skunk like the critter and yeah, then okay the song is selling jesus okay. i don't know if this is metal or not i wouldn't expect it to be on their list but just i just thought it came up so here's an example of some non-white non-male <laughs> Metal E song. I'd call this metal. never heard that but that was cool i liked yeah, that i've been trying to expand so i found that recently yeah but it's like i don't know just how how many lists do they need to make if it's just going to be um the mostly iron maiden judas priest black sabbath like Metallica, do, do yeah. we need to keep doing it <laughs> yeah and there were some cool examples like you had girl school yeah towards the bottom uh lita ford was pretty high kitty. up there which kitty, kitty which kitty spit yeah which yeah very cool. Kitty scares me, but yeah. I respect. Um, so Evanescence. I, Evanescence. Oh my God. Okay. Bring me to life, which okay. so I get it. I appreciate that they put them on there. <laughs> I just don't know. It's like, to me, it's like if I'm going to put, if I'm going to do it, if I'm going to put Evanescence on this list, why would you not pick a better song? Yeah. Even that's, going under. That's a prime example of. Let me just pick their most popular song just yeah, to represent. Very the happy band. that they yeah. were represented, but yeah, I would have I would have taken "Going Under" over "Bring Me to Life." Yeah, that's a better representation, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's their most metal song. Sweet sacrifice. That's yeah. I'll play, play a little it. bit. Of that. <laughs> Evanescence isn't metal to me. I think they definitely yeah. have metal influence, and there's yes, there's. It's there, but they're not just like a metal band at all. So sweet sacrifice. Yeah, I think that might be their most proper metal song. I've got another example after this one that I could throw out. What would your pick be? Uh, two tracks later on that album, Weight of the World. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, we're not saying that Evanescence is the heaviest band of all time, but that's pretty metal influenced. Oh, yeah. Which I guess leads to another point I had written down, which Uh is Uh there's some, I mean... If you're doing a hundred songs, you can't you can't fit every subgenre of metal because yeah. there's a lot. But there's a couple that I found were lacking, I guess. One of which being there's like a s- specific subset of like that gothy, like it's a clean led by a, like a clean female vocal mm-hmm. metal. Mm-hmm. And really, off the top of my head, Evanescence is like the closest thing to an example. But there's no like Nightwish or that's yeah. I that's interesting to me. Yeah. Or like I don't know, is Lacuna Coil? That was another one I was held thinking in a of, higher like, regard. I don't know. Right, but I don't recall any of those being yeah. on the list. Here's a question: If Led Zeppelin is metal, is Heart metal? I mean, I think we've already played the song, <laughs> but like Mistral Wind, yeah. Like that's. I mean, cra- crazy on you. Crazy on you, yeah, yeah. I could consider the Barracuda. Barracuda. I mean, that's I mean, the one. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I would call Barracuda metal. Like for for that time, like whatever, 76, 77, yeah. whatever year it was, that would have been one of the heaviest songs out there. No reason not to have Barracuda. Um, Can I throw a wild card at you? Yeah. <laughs> this this episode has actually been pretty fun for yeah. me. Yeah. I just like here. to play a song and be like, it, <laughs> this is metal, I think. Yeah. It's just uh, uh, true metal just doesn't interest me a whole lot. So um, Baba by Alanis Morissette. <laughs> that, I'm not angry. I'm just trying. The space bar doesn't oh work God. sometimes. My word. Getting a little sticky on your keyboard. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I've seen I don't know. <laughs> that song shreds. <laughs> I mean, that's what I call it metal. Now that's what I call metal. Oh my God. Is there one? There has to be, right? Oh, it probably sucks. Oh my God. Hang I on. mean, it's, I, th- I think they're probably like taking some cues from something that, you know, like a sound garden or something. Yeah. For that. This can't or be Zeppelin. Real. Now that's what I call dad rock. I knew about that. That's real? We talked about this before. I don't think so. Not on not with the microphones, but Okay. Is this real? No, that's what I call metal volume six six six. Is this Is real? That real? Is that a sanctioned It's on Discogs. Huh. Does it say unofficial release? No. This can't be real though. But are they allowed to call it that? Um this is what's on now that's what I call metal volume six six six. It's a real album in 2002. Okay. Um, Primal Fear, Black Sun, Iced Earth, Frankenstein, Sentenced, Neverlasting, Halloween, If I Could Fly. I don't know a single one of these bands. I'm going to be honest with you. 
I only recognize Iced Earth from the shirts. From January 6th? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Um, so, I don't know what we were talking about. Uh, I think we had gotten to this point. <clears throat> well, the last point being Alanis. Oh, I think we yeah. got there from Evanescence oh, yeah, and yeah. like female-fronted uh-huh. metal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there were some examples. Um, what was the highest? Lita Ford? Which Lita Ford's so. another example of it doesn't. It's not for me. It's like happy to why see it. Are are there runaways on that list? I assume not. No. Interesting. But yeah, Barracuda. Like you didn't put that on there. Yeah. Again, Ann Wilson being slighted. Yeah. Will you play another song? Yeah. Will you play Forgotten by Avril Lavigne? <laughs> You're gonna see why. Okay. The people need to know. I I raise this as evidence to the court. Avril Lavigne is metal. really kicks under the chorus. I don't think this song has a guitar solo, but if it did, I think it would be a certified metal. <laughs> certified banger? Yeah. I, I see what you're getting at. Avril Lavigne is metal. Thank you. Thank you for your time. <laughs> Fighter by Christina Aguilera. Right. <laughs> really I could keep going. off the rails. I think my list is I love that song. I think my list is better. So. <clears throat> do you want to get us back on track? Once again. Alice in Chains has been oh my, extremely yeah. slighted. Oh, yeah. You're not going to put Lane Staley on the best Singer list. singers list, but you're Abhorrent. also not going to put Alice in Chains on the best 100 metal songs. I think better than any band, including Soundgarden, mm. I think Alice in Chains did the best job of bridging the gap of like potentially bringing, like I could see a Guns N' Roses fan, a Nirvana fan, mm. and a Pantera fan <laughs> all walk into a bar <laughs> and agree on Alice in Chains. Yeah. I think... I think Soundgarden obviously is, you know, my personal favorite as far mm-hmm. as any band really. But like, you know, Bad Motor Finger is excellent. But I also think maybe for the regular person, maybe it was like there are moments where it could be like too off the walls. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like bringing, I guess I'm speaking about metal, bringing metal from the late 80s mm-hmm. aesthetic into the 90s. Uh, you know, like Metallica, the Black Album was, you know, that did what it did. Um even like Skid Row, who we were talking about earlier, their second album was heavier than their first. Like their first was pretty much like straight hair metal, but then they kind of attempted to go heavier and did a decent job with it. But I think Alice in Chains was the band who did the best job of like bridging the hair metal era into grunge mm-hmm. and like legitimizing some grunge as being metal also. Um, and I have an example. Okay. I mean, you could pick any of their biggest songs like... Mm-hmm. There's no reason why Man in the Box couldn't have been in the top 50 yeah. or in the top 25 mm-hmm. or Rooster or Wood. 
Them Bones. Them Bones. I I figured what better than the first song on their first album, uh, We Die Young. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this this could be a Judas Priest song. Absolutely, they're not that different. No, I th- yeah. I really think a lot of like where where Alice in Chains came from was like Judas Priest, Black Sabbath, and like Guns N' Roses. Yeah, I don't know if I ever made that connection before, but yeah, some Alice in Chains songs absolutely could. Yeah, you could swap them with Judas Priest, and they would yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Why, why not have like the influence? Some negative, but yeah. like the influence Alice in Chains had on all the rock and metal oh, that yeah. came after. Oh, yeah. From everything from like Godsmack, uh-huh. but to like Pantera, yeah, like Metallica, mm-hmm. like all those bands were trying to be Alice in Chains on some level. It's interesting that the, the trope for grunge has always been grunge killed hair metal. You know, like hair metal was raining and then grunge yeah. came and wiped it out. But people say that like it's a bad thing. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> So, okay, who's hair metal? Motley Crue? Motley Crue. Bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, poison? Poison. <laughs> Guns they're, N' Roses. They're not, they're, poison's not good, right? <laughs> like, they're... Right? Uh, who else? Is Bon Jovi hair metal? Yeah. What are they? They're like hair metal light. They yeah, had a like lot of top 40 They were like metal. definitely more hair than metal. I would say Bob Jovi and like <laughs> Def... Def Leppard was like, they existed pre-hair metal, yeah. but they also like, kind of like Van Halen, maybe more so than Van Halen, Def Leppard also kind of like assimilated with the Bon Jovis. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Def Leppard was also like top 40 hair metal. Yeah. I would say the, yeah, like Skid Row. Cinderella. Um, Cinderella, Warrant. Yeah. Guns N' Roses. Uh, Who did Here I Go Again? Is that Def Leppard? White Leopard? Snake. Oh, White Snake. White Snake's another one that like, they were around in like the 70s. Mm-hmm. So they're like old men <laughs> when they broke. But then like they started having hits like mm-hmm. in the hair metal era. And then David Coverdale already had the big Robert Plant hair. So mm-hmm. he just went with it. Yeah. I don't know. Gr- people, non-grunge fans perception of grunge is interesting. Yeah. There's it's still usually, like, It's usually like, you know, trying like a... Vanilla metal versus grunge is really what the war seems to be. Yeah, most if you of the time. if you end up in the wrong Facebook group, yeah. you'll still find like fifty year old <laughs> men who are still pissed off that Nirvana ended what could have been their career. <laughs> it's like, dude, like, <laughs> oh god, come on, yeah. <laughs> like grunge, grunge came and went a long time ago, <clears throat> yeah. and I I live and die by grunge, but also like, come on, yeah. As far as the grunge bands go. The, or the, uh, <laughs> the, I don't know, at least the, the categorization of it, mm-hmm. it worked out best for Nirvana. Yeah. They were the ones that got to be grunge and it was okay. Yeah. Pearl Jam grew out of it. Yeah. I think became yeah. su- successful that way. Soundgarden, I feel like maybe, I mean, 10 years ago, maybe it would have, the rank, like, popularity to the gen pop popularity would probably have gone 
Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains Soundgarden. But mm-hmm. in the last 10 years, it, it, I think it's flipped and Alice in Chains is now the the least like commercially popular, maybe. Yeah. It's interesting. But now there's like a huge, I wouldn't say underground. I mean, Alice yeah. in Chains is far from underground. But mm-hmm. yeah, there's... And then Stone Temple Pilots were unfairly put into that category, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. We could go on for hours about this. Yeah. Where's the grunge list? I'll get mad about that. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, that's another thing. Like, that's a whole other thing yeah. that would set us back another hour. But, but like, like it, it did come from metal. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. I it's mean, just... they're more closely related to Black Sabbath than I think Motley Crue is. Yeah. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think gr- what became called grunge, what became, <laughs> what, what became classified as grunge was really just like, combining yeah. black sabbath with uh the ramones i don't know yeah like early punk rock plus like later like uh or like the beatles the like, beatles like black sabbath and the beatles yeah it's probably like nirvana <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, yeah it's it's very strange because if we take black t- black sabbath as the like universally agreed upon metal band yeah and and just use them as the tree from which everyone came from yeah it, Alice in Chains is way closer than Motley Crue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. I think I think Alice in Chains is directly like like there's there's some Guns and Roses mm-hmm. and Facelift. Like there, you can't really deny that. But yeah, like what you're saying about like Judas Priest and Black Sabbath, like We Die Young, what we mm-hmm. just listened to. That yeah, there's yeah. like a direct line to that. Whereas like like Motley Crue is more they're just wanting to be Twisted Sister or Kiss. I would put Kiss on the list instead of Motley Crue and Kiss shouldn't be on the list. But at least Kiss had like two songs that I could call like metal of the time over Motley Crue. I think Motley Crue's entire career was just built on wanting to make another one bites the dust worse. (laughs) Right? It's like if you break down like the vocals of another one bites the dust, the way Freddie Mercury sings that, and then just like put it in a washing machine full of razors with Vince Neil. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's his entire vocal. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. If you have to put Motley Crue shout at the devil on the list, like at least it was that song. Cause it's like the, you know, the satanic song, <laughs> put it at 100. Like if you, if you absolutely have to put it on the list, like, Put it at the very bottom. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. And I hate Motley Cruz. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the there's our grunge um pivot. Yeah. I also think a lot of like we've talked about this before, but a lot of the hard genre lines, like over time, don't seem so like so defined. Mm-hmm. Where like at the time it was probably something like, Oh, you can't listen to Alice in Chains and like also listen to to poison yeah but now it's like over time like you can you hear the two on the radio side to side all the time it's like is it that different alice and chains even opened up they like toured opening for poison was, when they were coming up so um didn't alice and chains tour with metallica and guns and roses at some point they were supposed to tour with metallica but like the like a days before the tour started uh lane pulled out because he oh. was having problems yeah because there's a infamous video where Metallica's on that tour and I guess they had to scramble to get openers and James Hetfield is on stage like 
mimicking sticking a needle oh. in his arm. He's mm-hmm. like, I can't tour. Very cool, James. Yeah. Very yeah, cool. Yeah, they're supposed to tour. They did tour with, um, what was it? It was like Megadeth, Slayer, someone else. Mm-hmm. And Alice in Chains was the opener mm-hmm. before <laughs> they hit big. <laughs> and the story is that Alice in Chains was, was just like booed every night on that tour. Because they're like, you know, we want Slayer. Yeah. Blood. But then they were also touring. Like they opened for Van Halen at one point. They yeah. opened for Poison at one point. Soundgarden opened for Guns N' Roses yeah. and like Skid Row. Uh-huh. So it's really like a grab they, bag they at that time. clearly fit together somehow. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. What is what is malfunction? <laughs> is that glam? <laughs> I would call that glam rock. Yeah. It's okay. 80s, but that's closer to like. I wouldn't call it metal, but I heard a lot of like T-Rex and like Freddie Mercury Mm -hmm. in Andrew Wood's voice. Yeah. Like I think, I think just because of the time in which he was coming up and being in bands that he kind of, his bands fell into a little bit of like the glam metal, Mm -hmm. but I think he was maybe more, he seems like someone who was born in the wrong generation. Like I really think he was idolizing like Bowie and and Mark Bolin from T Rex and all yeah. those people rather than trying to be the next Vince Neil. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, do you want to just pivot to Typo Negative? Yeah, I know they're there. <laughs> yeah, Typo Negative was on the list, which is cool. Again, they just they just picked the the most popular song, Black Number One. But yeah. I'm glad they're on the list. Yeah, Six, number sixty four. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, uh, kind of another point that I guess this leads to is I think I maybe <laughs> I think I maybe started on this point a little bit ago and then forgot. But there's so many subgenres of metal that I mean to to fit it all within a hundred songs mm-hmm. like that's quite a task, yeah. especially because you do you can't really you can't really not put a lot of Black Sabbath and Judas Priest mm-hmm. and Metallica at the top. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, as far as like like that sort of goth metal subgenre that I guess you could vaguely put typo negative in. They're one of the only like representations of that. I guess you have like Life of Agony also. But yeah, typo Who typo that? negative. Um <laughs> Life of Agony was like that was the band that the original typo negative drummer started oh, after he left. Okay. So the guy who played drums through Bloody Kisses, mm-hmm. he left right when Bloody Kisses came out and he started Life of Agony. Do you think he regrets that? I don't know. Hmm. I think Life of Agony still going strong. Mm. Another uh, female-fronted band. Oh, okay. I actually didn't realize until I was researching this list that the singer for Life of Agony is a trans woman. Oh. I had no idea. Hmm. Cool, man. Very cool. Sick. Are they on the list? Yeah. Oh. Cool. Uh, they were 90-something, I think. Huh. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask if somebody was on it, and now I can't. Oh, is Dragon Force on here? I don't think they were. <laughs> Let me look. <laughs> They are not on the list. Ah. Uh, yeah, typo negative. That the Dragon Force was about to lead me to another point, but if if you wanted to talk typo, oh negative, no, I just then, I knew we were gonna bring them up. Just cool that they're yeah. on the list. Um, yeah, the Dragon Force thing, like prog metal, <laughs> was another thing that is represented mm. a little, uh, but they they kind of stuck a couple of examples and figured it seemed like they were like, okay, that's good enough. <laughs> so like prog metal, you have. Uh, Opeth was on the list, yeah, which I thought was cool. I like Opeth. Happy for you. <laughs> uh, number fifty-two was their song "Deliverance." Opeth was so consistent; like there are people who jump off once he stops screaming mm-hmm. and think that they suck at that point, mm-hmm. which is incorrect. 
but they're they've been so consistent that you could pick just about anything. So Deliverance, that's great. I I think it's awesome that they made the list. Um, and you also have like Queensrÿche was on the list, which mm. Queensrÿche never was never my thing, mm-hmm. but I'm happy that they're on there. And Dream Theater was I think they're in the 90s. They're really low. <laughs> yeah, 91 was Dream Theater's song Pull Me Under, which is another example of like they just picked the most well-known song. Like Pull Me Under is good and it was their closest thing to a radio hit, but Dream Theater had better. Like they had heavier stuff, they had better songs. Anyway, that's my tangent on that. Happy to see some prog metal, but you mentioned Coheed and Cambria earlier. Mm-hmm. I would put them on the list. Yeah, why not? Yeah. As far as like a I think they're a good example of like a newer generation of progressive metal that's not like my beef with newer progressive music is that it becomes so like it's like you're just putting on like a clinic. Yeah. It's like we have to make the cleanest sounding, most technical record of all time. <laughs> and that's not the kind of progressive music I like. I like the stuff where it's like, let's get really high, <laughs> read some some philosophy books and get over our heads and write a whole album about it. Yeah. And like Dream Theater, you could argue is a little bit of both. Like I really jump off the boat with Dream Theater at a certain point. Yeah. But I like the I do like a lot of Dream Theater, like pretty, pretty seriously. So anyway, I, mean, I feel like Coheed and Cambria is a good example of like, they're not, I wouldn't call them newer. I mean, they've been around for a couple of decades now, but like doing some just straight up like Rush influenced progressive music, but also they've got the heavy squealy stuff. Yeah. They've got the long structures, but also they seem genuinely more like just some nerds having fun <laughs> rather than like we have to like prove that we're the best. Mm-hmm. I have to prove that I'm the best keyboardist of all time <laughs> or whatever. Like they seem they're, they're really just kind of doing what they want to do. Yeah. I assume Rush isn't on here. They're, I don't think they they're were. too, too prog. No, but blue cheer was, I don't have a beef with blue cheer, <laughs> but that's like really getting into like, that's leaning into the, the side of like, well, you know, Steppenwolf born to be wild says heavy metal. So it's a heavy metal song. That's what blue cheer no. is to me. I like blue cheer. Come on. Who, oh, I thought it was someone else that I was wondering if they were on the list. King Crimson was on the list. I did see that. I was happy for you for that. That's um, another example of like, so I think King Crimson is an example of like, like they wrote things that metal took cues from, but I wouldn't call King Crimson metal. No, I wouldn't either. And I don't know them. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to play an example because yeah. Robert Fripp will, he will he, murder he me. He will find you. Yeah. And I don't want that man coming after us. Uh, um, uh, who? Oh my god! I thought of somebody. Now I can't. I can't remember who it was. Oh, was any new metal on? Yes. Uh, oh, <laughs> that is new with an N U umlaut. Is it an umlaut? <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. So, corn uh, was on the list. Corn <laughs> blind. That's not true, is um, it? Yeah. They put corn on the list. Yeah, sixty-seven was corn. Okay. Uh, Deftones. Uh, my own summer was eighty. Okay, which I don't listen to them. <laughs> like Deftones kind of got away from the new metal thing at a certain point, but they definitely came around in the new metal. Like they yeah. were a new metal band. Yeah. Like I don't know. Corn. I guess, corn. Yeah. Blind. I think As, is Slipknot on here. I, yes, they were. Ugh. Rammstein. I don't know if they're <laughs> new metal, but they were on the list. Why? <laughs> uh, people. I don't know how you say the the title. People equal shit by Slipknot was on the list. Why? 60. I don't get it. Um, Is uh, Machine Head? I wouldn't call them new metal, but I think they 
they were adjacent. They were on the list. Is uh, that's so strange? And again, Faith No More, which is not new metal, yeah. but all those bands like worship Faith No More. I don't know, so. I don't know about this. All right, all right, Rolling Stones starting to lose me. I gotta say. <laughs> Oh, I forgot My Dying Bride is on the list. That's <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a good, like, gothy example. Yeah, so uh, that kind of leads me to, like, like on the doomier side, that's another mm-hmm. subgenre that I felt was underrepresented. Yeah. Uh, they had Sleep on the list, which was cool. Mm. I think it was Dragonaut. 62, yeah, it was Sleep with mm. Dragonaut, which is cool. Uh, My Dying Bride, which is adjacent to, like, the slow metal but I mean, yeah. Oh, Caius was on the list too. Oh, that's another. Yeah, that's fun. But yeah, there's a lot of stoner and doom metal <laughs> that was left off. I mean, obviously, you know what my example for that is going to be. Elder. Elder. Yes, of course. I'm I'm biased, but yeah. I mean, come on, we have to acknowledge that Elder is one of the best bands to have come from the last yeah. decade plus. I'm not arguing it with you on that. Thank you. Welcome. I guess I'll go. I'll play an example real fast. Uh, Spires burn. <laughs> tell me that's not mighty no it's great um pro elder household yeah i like i like the song gemini a lot oh it's a great song that's a really good one and dead i mean dead roots stirring yeah great i would i would call that album a top 10 album for me dead roots stirring it's Uh, really good say it could i offer a song to be played yeah in line with elder i think yeah black moth oh yeah yeah that's great because I was wanting to pivot to and, some Black uh, Moth. Or... And Blackbirds Fall. I think that's my pick. Fine. This is metal as hell. Right? <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's another example where I'm sure someone would say, that's not metal, that's hard rock. Nah. But if they put that out in 1980, oh, yeah. it's absolutely 100% yeah, metal. It's from 2012. because there's not blast beats or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. just, I don't know. I mean, 
I get that it's just a list of a hundred and it's supposed to be all of them of all yeah. the time. It just seems like they stopped pretty early on yeah. <laughs> with anything new. So. Um, that that reminded me, this is a little bit of a pivot again, but going back to typo negative and also going back to non-white, non-male fronted mm-hmm. bands, mm-hmm. there's a band I listen to called Oceans of Slumber and they have I have quite a few good songs. Um, they did a cover of Wolf Moon, Ooh. the typo negative song. Well, I don't know about this. How come you didn't tell me? I put it on a playlist for you once. When? No, I recall that playlist actually. Oh wait, no, I remember this. Yeah. Okay, I take it back. It's a pretty like straight cover because Wolf Moon is already heavy. Yeah, yeah, I take I take back my snark. I'm sorry, I actually do remember this. Twenty eighth day. She'll be bleeding again. Man, Peter's still really. He's one of the few writing about menstruation. In Again, it's a pretty like straight cover, but mm-hmm. they do a great job of recreating the heaviness and also the mood of it. Yeah. Which is typo negative thing is heavy riffs, but also you bring in those keyboard textures and it really puts you in a, a moonlit field with a menstruating woman. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oceans of Slumber. They also they also do a super ballsy, I guess, but they do like a heavy version of Strange Fruit. Ooh. Which I thought about playing but that's like the kind of song that's one of those songs that you gotta like you gotta do that prepare for. yeah yeah um but it it's yeah i'll have to i'll have to l- listen to that more yeah they're a good band coven coven yes i wanted to mention coven is coven well. i assume they're not but they should be right yeah i mean they're they're coven like, is a very interesting band um i'm gonna pull up their wikipedia that i hope they have <laughs> i assume they do <clears throat> I don't remember how we discovered Coven. I remember it, it happened. I just don't know. I, I can't remember what it led was, to it. You were telling me about them. Okay. Like I had heard about <laughs> Coven, but yeah. I never dove in. Like I remember you said, have you listened to Coven? And it was one of those things where it's like, well, I've heard of them. But, yeah. You know. So Coven formed in 67, I think. And is this the album? Yeah. They're like, they had more than one album, I guess. But like the one was in 69 yeah and on that album they have a song called black sabbath yes which is very interesting and they also have a person like in the band named oz osborne yeah (laughs) that i forgot that fact because it seems fake yeah it's crazy but yeah they were yeah in 69 they put out this this metal album i mean i think it's metal probably right um for the time that's yeah yeah it's just very strange um, play some I think Wicked Woman is the one I know best but play Black Sabbath play the Coven Black Sabbath <laughs> okay this is more like this is like Season of the Witch yeah they journeyed far to rock and mountain 
Grace, like, I might just listen to this and delete on it. <laughs> It's got the themes of metal. It's not quite like musically metal, I guess. Yeah. 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 I mean that her her vocal style. If you put it under a Judas Priest riff, mm-hmm. that's a metal song. Yeah. It's just yeah. The the music under it is pretty Donovan-y. But yeah. I, mean, I mean, yeah. These song titles: Satanic Mass, <laughs> yeah. Choke Thirst Die, <laughs> Coven in in Charing Cross mm-hmm. for Unlawful Carnal Knowledge. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like historically they're important, and they could they could have gotten on there. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You got a hundred. Yeah. So many. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah, I think we've we've naturally sort of talked about all the points I was wanting to make. I had a couple Great. of like. It turns examples. out maybe oh. we don't have to try so hard yeah. to prepare for these, but maybe um, it, this is bad. I don't know. Yeah. Don't care. I did have a couple of songs. Um, We've we've mentioned that we didn't want this to be a why not this band. Yeah. But there are a couple of things that I thought, like really why not this band. Uh-huh. So I uh, and I made a couple of those points. Then Lizzie Allison Chains. Uh, one band that I thought could have been on the list was Corrosion of Conformity, hmm. who I I feel like really brought in like uh, like a like a southern metal. They're style. not a Christian band, right? No. Okay, just no, some Christian people I knew listened to them. I really. Think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Roll and drop. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, no, they're just a sometimes rock band. it's hard to tell. <laughs> like they, uh, the singer from Pantera. Well, he started down with some of those guys, but like Metallica, I feel like Metallica post Black Album, they were just just trying to be this band. Hmm. So I feel like even if they didn't have any like big hits, they were pretty influential on '90s harder bands. Kim. Th- Thyle likes Corrosion of Conformity yes. a lot, right? Yeah, yeah okay. he was the band. He's that was the band the shirt. where the shirt, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, the song I picked for them was Albatross. Ah, Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think that's one of those bands where they came out sounding like pretty hard, but mm-hmm. I think Corrosion of Conformity, that era of their career, they probably just wanted to be Leonard Skinner, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like if you, like they did a, I never would have thought of this, but they did a cover of a Skinner song called On the Hunt. Uh-huh. And then when I listened to it, it's a great cover and it's like, oh, that's what they wanted to be. It was just <laughs> Leonard Skinner. Yeah. But yeah, put them on the list. Just if anything for the, for influencing Kim Thiel, influencing mm-hmm. Metallica, like they, they bridge some gaps for sure. And another band I wanted to play, this was kind of another 
bigger surprise, but uh, the band Death. Mm, like mm-hmm. death metal I feel like is just modeled like it's named after the band death yeah and they weren't on the list um, that's pretty stupid yeah so I play I pick <laughs> the song evil dead So, I mean, that's like, like death metal is another one of those things where I can listen to it sometimes if I'm like having a busy day at work yeah. and I've had a lot of coffee, <laughs> then it hits so well. Slam some death. And- but yeah, it's not like, it's not my go-to thing. Yeah. But yeah, like, I mean, all of that came from, from the band death. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, yeah, Opeth uh, Deliverance was on the list, but that I feel like ultimately just came from the band death. Yeah. But they're not on the list. So that is a good example of Rolling Stone like being it. uneducated. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Again, I mean, it's there's there's so many like weird detours mm-hmm. in the metal world, and we're I don't really know what I'm talking about, but yeah. it's fun to fun yeah to mull over. Yeah, you are more of a metal guy than I am for sure, but I wouldn't call you a metal guy. So right, uh, doing what we can. Yeah. Any other fun, like, I think that's about all that I really wanted to bring up, but yeah. are there any other fun things you noticed in the list? Like, No, I I really just started laughing a lot when I realized <laughs> it was going to be like 50% Black Sabbath and uh, they put Metallica. Megadeth on there. <laughs> yeah. I think the only other thing that just came to mind is I was happy to see Body Count on the list. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it was There Goes the Neighborhood, but come on, get some balls and put Cop Killer on Absolutely. there. Absolutely. <laughs> there Goes the Neighborhood is good too, though. Every time I think about Ice-T, I just think about how he said he'd never eaten a bagel, and then the internet got mad at him, and he was just like, I don't care. I've never had one. Was it one of his weird tweets? <laughs> yeah. yeah. His he's Twitter so, is wild. He's so weird. <laughs> I love it. Um, that was fun. Yeah. I uh, think, any other thoughts yeah. on heavy metal? Um, I like some... Avril Lavigne. Avril, uh, yeah, I think Avril Lavigne is metal. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh yeah, good yeah. stuff. Do you have a song for the week? I do. Oh. <laughs> do you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not completely unprepared. So <clears throat> I've been doing a thing the last couple of years where So I did a thing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we did a thing. Uh, <laughs> we have a lot of records. We've accumulated mm-hmm. a lot of vinyl over the last mm-hmm. 15 years, I think is when I bought my last one or my first one. At a certain point, I realized there were a lot of these records that we bought and hadn't gotten around to listening to. Mm-hmm. So I figured I'm just going to listen to all these. That way, if some, if I post a picture of our whole collection and then some some gatekeepy old man says like, 
yeah, but do you actually listen to those or is it just for decoration? <laughs> then I can say, yes, I listen, I listen to, to all them. of them. Uh, so I've been going through A to Z. It's been taking forever. Yeah. Um, we're halfway through the letter N. The last record I finished was earlier today and it was No Doubt, Tragic Kingdom. Did you pick a No Doubt song? I did. I what? Picked, <laughs> I picked the song Tragic Kingdom. Oh my God. I woke up from my tummy ache <laughs> and the song was playing. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meant to be. Once was a magical place, over time it was lost, press increased the cost, now the fortune of the kingdom is locked up and it's a the castle floors and traps with four fires set back Decoyed by old cheese Now the drawbridge has been lifted As the millions they drop to their knees They pay homage to a king who dreams of buried in their mind His disappointed skin, a sickle's drip from his eyes Yeah tragic kingdom that's a it's a really good album that's a that song's it's scary and that's it yeah that's kind of an outlier in their discography yeah because it goes ended on this into tragic kingdom right yeah those are probably my two favorite songs on the album too those are yeah i i tend to be a person who likes the hits mm-hmm. so I, I i really do like don't speak mm-hmm. and i like sunday morning oh, yeah. uh just but yeah girl. those just a girl spider webs spider webs <laughs> just keep keep going down yeah. the list it's. I mean, the whole album is great, but yeah, yeah the ended on this and uh, Tragic Kingdom mm-hmm. are very good songs. Yeah, great. I think that was an Eric Stefani right Tragic ah. Kingdom, which maybe explains why it's it's scary. It's a very diverse album, but that song yeah. is that uh, kind of stands out among yeah. the album because it's heavier and kind of proggy, and the lyrics are like more I don't know, socially conscious, I guess <laughs> you call it, or economically or whatever. <laughs> Anyway, that's my pick. <laughs> Tragic Kingdom. Great. Um, mine is Retribution by Sucre. God, I hope I pronounced that correctly. I don't know. I don't speak French. Push to my Great chord progression in that bridge. <laughs> so good. Um, I actually forgot one of my favorite metal songs. Um, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to play it from my straight from my phone. I think that'll be the best okay. audio quality. Okay. Um, Doom and gloom shit. coming soon. Shit. Doom and gloom <laughs> coming soon. Listen to Third Eagles tune. Doom and gloom. <laughs> is telling us the end is coming soon <laughs> very soon you'll see signs up in the sun and stars and moon doom and gloom very soon rapture comes at night or noon doom and gloom that's my favorite metal why wasn't song. that on the list <laughs> I, I, do we mention catatonic youth in every every episode 
I don't know. I know we have at yeah. some point. Yeah. Mm, good stuff. Yeah. That's how I want to end the episode. Okay. Thank you. Great. Well, yeah, that's we- just a couple goofballs riffing on metal. Oh, I get it. I'm going to end oh, instead boy. of the theme. Oh, what do you? Well, play us out. I mean, what? we'll technically what? end on doom and gloom, but instead <laughs> of playing the normal theme. Doom and gloom. I'm going to play us out with the entirety of mm. song number 72. Mm. What is it? You Suffer by <laughs> Napalm Death. It hit the Guinness World Record um, of the shortest runtime for a song, which is 1.316 seconds. Why? So here we go. Okay. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>